back to the Shardbreaker podcast. I am your host, Midnight, and I am here with Mythic. Hello. hello. Darkness, why do you say hello for Mythic? I'm Mythic now. You're Mythic. Oh, okay, Myth- Mythic right. and Mythic we're apparently with today. Uh, thank you. Uh, we are on episode 8 of Elantris, chapters 36 through 46. We have 11 chapters because a bunch of them are really short this week. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, so we, we start with Harathan's point of view. He's on his fifth day in Elantris, and he's basically feeling he's about to die <laughs> of dehydration, and he's having delusions of Delaf, Serene, and even Jadith. Um, and, however, his delusions soon turn to memories of the Dakor Monastery, where he remembers dark cubicles the size of a closet, screams, bestial agony, and chanting with a strange power to it. Rathen thinks about how Dakar Monastery's specialty is to train demons. So, yeah. We've had a lot of hints to Dakar Monastery. Uh, do you have any new thoughts about it, considering Rathen's memories? They're satanic. I mean, in a way, like, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> like, if that was an accurate overview of, like, how that worked, but more like their view on what satanic would be, you know? Mm. Because, yeah, because we know that, like, they've trained assassins and warriors, and I don't remember what the other one was. And then, yeah, this one, Harathan says, trains demons. Maybe it's, like, the more, like, darker side of that religion. Yeah, sounds pretty fucked up. Just absolute screaming and bestial agony. That's, that's, uh, sounds like fun times, right? (laughs) So, basically, what's happening in Elantris? What if it does involve Elantris, though? Oh, what you if, think they have like their own version of Elantrians? What if Elantrian? What if Elantrians are actually angels that have now fallen? You have demons, so I mean, it'd be set to put that there might be uh, angels. So do you think they're like experimenting on Elantrians, or do they have like their own form of Elantrians, or maybe? You know what? I think they were ex- okay. So here's one of my like little tiny theories. Mm-hmm. So I think that does have to do with like experimenting on Elantrians specifically because like. He seems to have like knowledge on them already, mm. like a lot more knowledge than like average people, and like especially the fact that like he was able to you know ask himself, yeah. Uh-huh. So I wouldn't be surprised if like you know that was the thing there. So. Wait, sorry, are you talking? Who, you're talking about Harathan? Yeah. 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 Well, because we know Harathan, yeah, was at Dakor Monastery, and then he had to leave partway through. Like he couldn't handle it, I believe, mm. and he went to one of the other ones instead. Yeah, one of the non-satanic ones. I see, I see. <clears throat> uh, so Harathan's delirium then breaks the next afternoon, and he realizes he has stubble. He looks at himself in the wine <laughs> flask and sees that his splotches are gone as well. He notes that Fortin's potion, which had been to mimic the curse of Elantrians, had finally worn off. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I think Mythic had predicted that it was the potion that made him an Elantrian. Yeah, like I, I, t- I stated the fact that... Uh... If he really did turn into a lantern, why would he walk into the church just like, aha, hello, you know, like showing himself off? Mm-hmm. Are you a little disappointed, Darkness? I know you had a whole bunch of theories like, oh, he died, he killed himself and then became an Elantrian because of his seance. Well, <laughs> I, uh, yes, at that point, but. I mean, your theory could still be correct. It just didn't happen to him. It... I'm just. It's because I know what happens, like, after, and I'm just, like, comparing notes, because, like, (laughs) not physical notes, because only nerds write those, but, um, 
Oh, I guess me and you are nerds. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I know what happens, and I'm just like, it's starting to make more sense, like, mm. how that, like, potion works in general. Um, yeah. Like, uh, it, yeah, exactly. I understand what you're saying. That. I can't go far um, into it until we hit that. Yeah. That's fine. I don't know. That's fine. Until we get to there. But, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, it, it definitely makes more sense on why or how that potion would work, but... I don't know. I still find it a cop out. Mm. But it makes weird. sense with Harathan's plans. Like he was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he says he was originally going to use it on Delaf, which I wonder what it would have happened if uh, Delaf. <laughs> honestly, he probably would have killed himself before the five days were up. <laughs> but would it work? Not just... but yeah, well, yeah I... because they're not actually Lantrians. Yes, so. I know. I yeah. know. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he didn't want Delaf eventually to be the one who takes it because you don't want Delaf to be considered like. Amazing for having been cured after everything he's done. He's like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was. We'll get to it. I was yep, also confused on some of his other plans that he does. So, mm-hmm. till it actually worked out well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Harathan then gathers his strengths and shouts out that he's been healed. However, no one responds, and Harathan is surprised to see. There are no guards on the walls. He screams again, and finally the gate opens slightly, and the guard captain glances in and shouts in surprise that Harathan is actually healed. He opens the gate wider, and a small group of guards watch as Harathan walks out of Atlantris. Uh, he says the guard captain will be compensated by Jada's servants for letting him out, as apparently normally they don't let anyone out, although I, they don't, I don't think they've ever had anyone be healed either, so they don't really have protocol for it. <laughs> Um, Harathan is then told that the rest of the guards are with Lord Telri, as once Iodon's funeral's over, he will be the new king. Uh, so what do you think would have happened if he had never bribed the guards? Do you think he would have even gotten out? No. I, that brings up an interesting, like, idea of, like, what if he got in and couldn't get out? Like, yeah, right. how would he survive in there? Because he's gonna need food, especially if he's recovered. Like, actually need it, not want it. Yeah, he's gonna actually need like, water and food. Yeah. Uh, so Her- Harathan and the guard captain then walk through the city. People watch and walk with them, shocked by Harathan's healing. He notices Serene glancing out of a carriage window, and he feels a sense of fulfillment that rivaled when he became a Gjorn, because there was no chance that Serene had planned for this. Yeah, he's... They, their competition between each other is just, like... He's, like, God damn, this feels good to, like, beat her. She had... She, she definitely didn't expect this coming. You guys have any notes on that? I feel like they're both gonna get fucked up in general. <laughs> like, they're all here, they're over here having their own little squabble while they don't realize that the whole fucking world around them is probably gonna fuck them over and they're both <laughs> gonna end up, like, either team- teaming up or one of them is gonna die. Like, mm. die, die. Oh, I'm sorry. Apparently, uh, I'm, Mike, uh, Mike was being stupid. Uh, I said I was, I hope Harathan dies, to be honest, but <laughs> well, it's just because I don't like him. What do you mean, Hrath is one of the best, most interesting characters? <laughs> to you, maybe. Uh, so once he gets back to the chapel, he speaks to the people that have been following him. He tells them that Jadis tested him, and he was healed for believing. He then goes into the chapel and sinks to his knees in front of the altar in prayer. He thinks that he doesn't feel bad for faking the miracle, and that although Fortune's potion had caused the curse, uh, it was still Jadis that was the reason the plan worked out, because he was like... Oh, the timing of the guards actually being there, and like I didn't die before the potion wore off and everything. He's like, that was Jadis' plan. So he's got his. He's he's like, yes, my faith. Um, and then Delaf enters. 
uh, and falls to his knees in front of Harathan, who had just stood. Uh, he apologizes for doubting him and now sees why he was chosen to be a Gjorn. As Dilaf rises, Harathan notes that Dilaf's eyes show confusion, but he was not pleased. So what do you think Dilaf is thinking regarding Harathan's healing? Do you think he suspects Harathan faked the Shoud taking him? For sure. I feel like he suspects something, but I don't know if he suspects exactly what it is. What if, like, yeah, I think he just, like, suspects stuff, in, like, in general. Mm. Like, there's definitely been foul play there. Yeah, because Dilaf was like, god damn. He was probably like, hey, I can openly hate Harathan now. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like it seemed, it seemed too convenient in his eyes. But mm. That happened, especially when he was, like, starting to gain power. Yeah, because like, we know Dilaf is a lot lot smarter and older than he seems, so he's planned a lot of things. Uh, so Harathan then goes to his chambers and sees all his possessions are piled in a corner. So obviously they were like, oh yeah, time to package stuff up and <laughs> take over. Uh, he hurries to find the box the Seon is in. The wooden box is broken open, but the second box, although quite scratched up and dented, did not seem to have been opened. Inside are the three other poison vials, two of them broken, and the Seon confirms that no one had opened the box while he was gone. Rathen is relieved, and he drinks some wine before falling asleep. Uh, so, do you? I'm assuming, and I think you guys can assume too, that Dilaf was probably the one trying to get into the box and ransacking Rathen's room. Uh, do you think Dilaf knows what was in the box? Do you think he has like suspicions? I don't think so. I don't think he made it that far. If he could get in the box, I doubt he knows what's in the box. Hmm. <laughs> what if the sound was like, "Please don't open it." <laughs> <laughs> Please stop, my master will be upset with me. <laughs> You're breaking the poison vials, please. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so when Harathan eventually wakes up, it's dark out, and he summons a priest named Dothgan. Harathan confirms that Dothgan was trained at Rathbor Monastery, where the assassins are trained. Harathan shows the final poison vial and says he needs use of Dothgan's skills. When asked who the poison is for, Harathan just smiles. And we do learn later who the final poison vial is mm -hmm. for. Wait, um... So, when we were discussing the box and how it was, like, open and some sides were broken and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, there was exposed broken vials, right? So, there's two boxes. So, the there's the wooden box, the wooden box was broken open, and then there's a metal box inside the wooden box. The metal box was not opened, it was just dented and scratched, and inside the metal box with the Seon were the poison vials. And so, there was three vials in there, two of them broken, one unbroken. But they were not, like, exposed okay. to anyone but the Seon. Well, that's convenient that one of them was left unbroken, you know? <laughs> that's why I said it was cop out. <laughs> mm -mm. It's plot armor. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> the vials have plot armor. Uh, so anyway, yeah. we were on the... Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Doth Dothgan uh, is, was trained to be an assassin. I think they say only, like, Gjorns and Wern can, like... Be, like, only certain people are allowed use of the assassins for their assassination purposes unless like given special permission but of course Harathan's a Gjorn so he's allowed to use him to go as we know later poison Serene <laughs> which I mean I knew 100% was going to happen so everybody's after her did you suspect that darkness that that one poison vial was going to go to Serene at the time no I thought she was going to get killed and turn into a lantern I didn't think she was going to get poisoned like that mm. who do you think he was going to send the poison vial for lantern? What happened? So who did you think the poison vial was going to go to then at this point? Uh, the king. Like, the, the one that's going to be crowned king. Oh, royal? You thought he was going to do it to yeah. royal? Mmm. Mm. That would have also been a good choice. Probably. 
yeah, that's like that's the only option that came up in my mind for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would have had to be Royal or Serene because those were the only two that were kind of fighting Tellery for the throne. Uh, so mm-hmm. our next chapter is with Rowden. We first get the Aeon Ian, meaning wisdom, uh, at the start. Uh, so Rowden is, Rowden is studying and is suddenly struck by a wave of pain. He falls and screams as he feels like his body is just only pain, nothing else. And he can feel it in the back of his mind like an enormous, slick surface that wanted to find release from the strain, but it had no outlet. Uh, So what do you think of how Rowden describes the door trying to come through him? (laughs) Mm, I have stuff to say, but like, (laughs) uh, it's after they describe what they see. All right. You know. Do you have any thoughts, Mythic? What was the question? Uh, how do you, how do you what did you think about how Rowden describes the door trying to come through him? It sounds orgasmic. <laughs> uh, I don't think Rowden finds it that way. No, but it sounds like uh, he's coming into like this power that he's just needs to be ready for. The way it builds up, I'm just like curious, like because it comes in waves and it's mm-hmm. really shouldn't. But I, I'm assuming it's because of the amount of times he's tried to like you know, make a a working. Uh... Yeah, well, I think Galadin will make a remark later in this chapter, like a paragraph or two. He makes a uh, a note that the most powerful of Elantrians who had been closest to the door were the ones that had fallen the quickest and hadn't really struggled as they were burned alive. Like it affected affects the ones closest to the door the most. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, Rowden's vision clears and he's on the floor under the table with Galadon and Kreta staring down at him. Galadon looks livid while Kreta looks concerned. They help him up to a sitting position and eventually to a chair. Rowden eventually explains to them that the pain comes for him in waves, which Galadon finds hard to believe, but Rowden insists that's how it works for him. Kreta then mentions that Rowden had been glowing, as if the door had been trying to come through him. Galadon says some people are closer to the door than others, and Kreta also says he's been practicing daily, unlike others. Also mentioned that the Elantrians closest to the door had been the ones who had fallen quickest when the Riot happened. Uh, so what do you think about the fact that Rowden glows during these fits of pain? It's trying to come through him. It's going to pierce through him like uh, aliens. If he's near the door, just open the door. <laughs> oh, he's got to open the door. Uh, he's got to hold the door. Oh. Hold or... oh, Okay, but like, when I first saw, like, the, the part where, like, he's glowing, I guessed so hard, and I was like, oh. <laughs> he's right? going to be an Elytrian. Yep. I was like, he's turned. It's like, oh, shit. Or becoming a nuclear bomb, either one works. <laughs> Just radiation. Yeah. That's actually what they're all suffering he's... from, is radiation poisoning. Yeah, he's either gonna explode, <laughs> or he's just, like, Ascending, which is like another form of exploding. Uh, so Rowden then reminds them of their promise to take him to the pool when he becomes a Hoed, and they agree. Galadon then mentions that maybe Rowden will be cured like Harathan, but Rowden doubts Harathan's healing. He also thinks that possibly Wern had called to take Harathan back to Fjordal. So he's like, if he was even healed, he might have just been taken. Like, if he wasn't healed, he was probably just taken back, so he wouldn't be like a disgrace and they could deal with him privately. Just make it seem like he was healed. Which I think is also a pretty logical way of thinking. It's like, yeah, like, the the, the Shudareth wouldn't really want a Gjorn to be seen as a Lantrian. Uh, mm-hmm. So then we go to chapter 38, which is Serene's point of view, and she I'm... watches Harathan giving a sermon on top of the border wall around Kay. 
uh, he was preaching with more enthusiasm than before and even more people uh, and had even more people following him as he seemed like a saint for surviving the shout. Sereni tells Lukul that the whole thing must have been a trick, which Lukul agrees with. Shun, however, isn't sure how it could be a trick. They all seem worried and eventually get back into a carriage together where Lukul asks what Sereni meant when she had said his face was too pink to wear the red of the Dorethi religion. He's like, I wouldn't look in Dorethi red anyways. And she's like, yeah, your face is too pink for that anyways. <laughs> which Lukul gets self-conscious about. Um... So do you think that the people are actually starting to believe in Shudareth now? Because it seemed like before it was kind of like, at least the way Harathan described it, it was like, oh, they're coming for the status of it, not because they actually believe. But do you think they're actually believing now that it seems like Harathan was healed? I think, yeah, I think that was yeah, like a like, major definitely. point of like what happened. Like, Yeah, that was his reason, obviously, for doing it. We definitely think it's a turning point, for sure. Uh, so we then skip to Serene waiting at the docks with Shudin, Luko, and Eondel as a long and thin boat comes in. The mast is a blue flag with a golden Aeon Teo on it. Once docked, Sainalin, uh, which if you remember is the head of Shukarath, uh, and a dozen lesser priests and attendants get off the boat. Sainalin has long flowing golden hair and delicate features. He also wears a blue robe with a gold cape and a bunch of golden embroidery, and I believe it says so much so that you can barely tell it's blue under the ro on the robe. Uh, and so Sainalin greets Serene, and Serene introduces each of the men with her. Uh, I think he also she also says, like, oh, Erlon is, like, glad to have you. And he's like, of course it is. <laughs> uh, she also states that Royal is getting ready for Iodon's funeral, which Sainalin is glad to not have missed. Uh, so what were your thoughts on Sainalin? Um, I want him dead. Oh. Yeah, it's a... Mythic? <laughs> I mean, I don't really have any thoughts on him. No thoughts on Sainalin? A pretty boy. Uh, really. Just a pretty boy. He is a pretty boy, apparently. Which even more reason to get rid of him, you know? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, so we then skip to the group uh, talking in a carriage. Lukul is disappointed with Serene and Sainalin. Uh, disappointed that Serene and Sainalin didn't argue. It's apparently he had been expecting them to go at each other. Also, the men agree that Serene was correct about Sainalin's personality. Serenay then explains how Sainalin was chosen as head of the Karathi Church around 15 years ago, when he was in his mid to late 20s. They chose Sainalin due to his age, as the new Wern Wolfden was young and handsome also. Uh, so, do you think it was smart for them to choose someone? Do you think like this, no. this is a smart decision for the church? To be like, oh, that they... young? No. <laughs> They're like, oh, Shu Dureth has like, a young, handsome uh, leader. We should get a young, handsome leader. Mm-mm. <laughs> They fucked up. He doesn't seem very. He doesn't seem very. How do I say? It? Mm, like mature mentally. Like you hey, know, is it not like fully represents their beliefs? Like he seems a little extravagant. Yeah. For a Karathi priest. Mm hmm. Do you have any thoughts, Mythic? Maybe he's just bougie, you know. <laughs> yeah, bougie. definitely a bougie person. He's he and Tellery seem like they would get along well. Yeah. Maybe they get together. He becomes the princess. <laughs> uh, so Lukul replies that Sainalin is more pretty than handsome, and that half the women would be more jealous than in love with him. <laughs> Which I think Serena also thinks at one point she's like, God damn that hair, I wish I had hair like that. <laughs> uh, so Ian Dell is uncomfortable with the conversation around Sainalin, and Serena apologizes. She also doesn't seem certain that Sainalin is only here for Idon's funeral. I'm just gonna say, uh, I cringed really hard when you uh, brought up the hair, cause, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, loses, she loses all her hair. <laughs> Poor Serene. 
Uh, we again skip ahead to Iodon's funeral. Royal took control of the funeral since Eshin had become completely unhinged since her husband's disgrace. Uh, so what do you think that means, Eshin becoming unhinged? Do you mean, like, psychotic, or do you think upset, or, like... Upset. Uh, she won't shut up or, like, stop crying. That seems like her basic personality. Maybe Eshin unhinged is not speaking. What if... <laughs> what if Eshin unhinged is her fucking, like, sword fighting everyone? <laughs> she just... She's like, she's like crying in a corner. Someone comes near her. She just pulls out the sword. And she's like, "Fight me, bitch." <laughs> That'd be pretty Great. funny. Uh, so Omen had asked them not to use the Karathi Temple. Uh, I'm assuming because I don't have been involved in the mysteries, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not comfortable with this." Uh, so instead, they used the throne room, which is also going to be the room that they get married in later. Because apparently mm -hmm. Royal's super frugal, and he's like, I'm going to use the same room, I'm going to use the same decorations. So he has the exact same decorations for the funeral and wedding. Which uh, doesn't make sense to me, but sure. Yeah. And so Serene reminisces on how she had set up her easel in this room just a month ago. She then sees Duke Telry, who looks frustrated but has done nothing so far to stop the wedding. Royal then makes a small speech about Iodon and how he brought the country out of the ashes of Elantris and that Domi would deal with Iodon's soul, so they shouldn't speak ill of him now that he's dead. Um, and so, before Eandel's guards can move the casket, Sainalan comes forward with something to say. Uh, he addresses the room and states that ten years ago, Iodon had come to him with a signed and sealed statement that was to be read at his funeral or fifteen years from its creation, whichever came first. In the statement, Iodon has written that all titles were to be frozen and handed down generation to generation, as in other nations. So, were you surprised that Idon had actually planned for this? Well, no. Yes. It's been stated constantly that he's a, uh, like, worrywart, pretty much. Yeah, but this was like, so this was like as soon as he took king, like, as soon as he became king, he was like, this is the system I'm going to use, but, like, I know it's not sustainable. I think oh, that... I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that part, but, like, the having a, basically, a will, a will and testament. Well, this wasn't yeah. just to be a will, though, remember? This was supposed to be, as well, like, 15 mm -hmm. years later, even if he was still a king. It was, like, he was... Because I think they mentioned just after this, like, he like he obviously knew that, like, this whole, like, fighting with wealth for noble titles wasn't sustainable, so he it was kind of like, if you've made it this far, you get to keep your title. Mm -hmm. It shows, like, how much he changed from, like, someone who was, like, low-key, like, respectable and, you know, standing, like... And into like a very corrupt person, because mm -hmm. the like what he says, like with that uh document that they talk about, like that's how a stable kingdom is made, and like is way di different than like what he had going while Serena was there. So especially yeah. also, also I was thinking because we know how, so we don't know how um Serena was, you know. Like, how it happened, right? What do you mean? Like, we know it happens, but we don't know how it happens, right? Oh, sorry, how what happens? Like, the, 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 the poison. Oh, yeah, we don't know how her the poison's administered to her. Yeah, so I just thought, I just, like, I skimmed over that, and, I, and the fact that um there was other people that would have had to help there. And also, this document, like, um it just, it made me realize how far gone the king was. Mm. Especially if he was the one to do something to uh, Rowden. Yeah. I think when we get to later, like, we'll get to how, like, Rowden says, like, his dad was a lot different in his childhood. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, it's the mysteries. <laughs> yeah, the mysteries corrupted him. Yeah. 
so the noblemen with Serenity are shocked that Iodon had realized how unstable the nobility situation had been and had planned for it. Serenity also notes that Sainalin was used because no one, even Harathan at this point, would go against the head of the Karathi church. Royal mentions that this strengthens his claim to the throne once he and Serenity get married as well. Since uh, Serenity is technically part of the... Uh, sorry, one second, I have to cough. Uh, since Serenity is now part of the royal family, so it, I'm getting married to her would strengthen that. Um, finally, the guards take the casket away, taking a long procession to a burial site. Um, although they do it by carriage instead of by marching. They bury the body, and Serene, dressed for once in black, is surprised that the nobles stay until the pit is fully filled before trickling away. Royal then places a hand on Serene's shoulder and says they should get ready. So what did you think of the funeral? Short, sweet, to the point. Yeah, which, that's what Frugal Royal likes. He's like, oh yes, mm -hmm. we'll use this like part of the ground that's already kind of depressed to, to like dig up and... <laughs> Uh, it just, it makes me laugh. I don't know. <laughs> just all the little details about it. Like, oh yes, I saved some money here, and I saved some money here. We'll use the same decorations. And look, this part of the land is, like, kind of already a pit. <laughs> uh, so we then skip to Serenate, kneeling before the altar in the Karathi temple. She's wearing her original wedding gown, which is a high-necked gown her father had chosen, with white gloves up to her shoulders and a thick veil. She notes that although she isn't as devout as Iandel, she is religious and believes in Domi. She's glad to finally be getting married, even if it isn't to whom she had imagined. She also notes that Royal is old enough to potentially be her grandfather, which... Oh, God. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but apparently the age gap isn't the worst, because apparently some Jinonese kings have taken girls as young as 12. So, great. <laughs> great little note there. Um... So Serenity notes that she will be queen of Erlon, and she may have another chance to take a husband if Royal dies in a few years, as he expects. Uh, she eventually prays to Domi that they just be happy. Uh, daughters of some of the nobles are waiting outside for her, including Kaize uh, and Terena, to help carry her cloak-like train as she goes to the carriage. Uh, so what do you think of Serenity's thoughts and her eventual prayer to Domi to be happy? Well, we know that, that falls. <laughs> She'll eventually be happy when she finds out that... Spirit is actually routed. Yeah. What do you think, Darkness, of her little time alone at the church? I don't know. I just, I kind of found it weird how, like, into, like, how, how much of, like, her religious aspects are being, like, you know, exposed in these chapters. Because they've shown, like, almost none of it in the previous ones, and all of a sudden it just floods in. Well, I think as she says, she's not, like, particularly religious, but like they also do show that she's like had multiple interactions with the Karathi priest here. Yeah, like, but she... it's not like personal. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the previous ones? Well I think the thing is like she says like this this is like a tradition before a wedding, like and I think she's like one of those people who like she's not like religion's not like her main like a main part of her personality, but it is something she does believe in. So it's kind of just like in an in the background thing and this is just like part of the tradition of marriage is like Apparently, women have their little time alone in the church to pray before getting married. So she has, she does that. Yeah, yeah. Pray about the fact that their life is now over. They'll <laughs> be forever with this man. I know. I just find it weird. I like just wow. Let me expose it all right now instead of the like, constant. But you know, I don't know. I feel she like could have been harassed by now. Oh you know? God, no! I don't think she would ever have been like that. <laughs> 
Um, so once the Palace Serenity goes to the throne room, Royal is wearing a white suit and had planned to sit on the throne the moment the ceremony's over so that Talry can't make any sort of claims. Father Omen is also at the front of the room, looking happy to be officiating, and Sadolin is also there and seems disappointed Serenity didn't choose him, but Serenity notes that she is happy to have chosen a Karathi priest she likes to officiate her wedding. Apparently she had always been told that Sadolin would just be the one to do it, but she's like, oh my gosh, I have a person who I, I like that can do this. Um, so Serene notes notices Harathid at the wedding and that he seems calm. She tries to put him out of her mind, though, and soon lifts her veil, which causes people to start screaming. Confused Serene... That right there... I'm sorry. That right there, um, like, Harathid seeming calm is not good in any way, any time. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Like, why would she just try to put it out of her mind, knowing damn well that she's been fighting him this whole time, and him seeing so calm in a situation that's gonna put him in a, like, you know, a bad place... No bells at all? <laughs> well, I think she's like, there's, I mean, she's basically just about to walk down the aisle and, and be done with it. Like, I'm not sure if she, there was anything she could do in that situation. She's like, I just got to get this over with. We just got to get married. It's all that needs to happen Mm-mm. right now. Just focus. My, my, my mind would have been racing. Like, I would have been like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong? She's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. Especially with Telry, like, not doing anything during the funeral, too. Yep. Um, but yeah, so confused, uh, Serenity thinks there's something wrong with her veil, she pulls it off and her hair comes off with it. She glances at a mirror in the room and sees the shout has come upon her. So, yeah, were you expecting Serenity to have been affected by the supposed shout yes. during her wedding? But during the wedding? Oh, during the wedding? No, but yes, I definitely wanted, I was definitely thinking that it was gonna happen. Okay, so, I know I was supposed to be shocked, I know I was supposed to be like, <laughs> oh no, this is happening. When she pulled off her veil and the, like, her hair came off with it, I I laughed my ass off because <laughs> I just pictured like a whole wig like just falling apart. <laughs> and that's there's basically no what happened. Can... Yeah, there's no way I was gonna keep a fi- uh, straight face through that. I don't think Serenity would be laughing. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I would. She wouldn't. Yeah. I would just. I, I'd be one of those people in like like the aisles and just like start busting out laughing. <laughs> I'd probably get kicked out. Uh, so we then have a short Harathan chapter for chapter 39. Uh, and he's watching the Karathi priest take Serene away. And he, just in the middle of the church, or throne room, sorry, they're not in a church, uh, announces that Jadith has decided this. Uh, Royal is sitting on the throne with his head in his hands. Shudan looks like he wants to demand Serene's release. And Ian Dell is weeping. Harathan wonders why he is upset that no one cried when he was sent to Elantris. Uh, because so nobody cares about you, Harathan. <laughs> yeah, just, do you have any thoughts about that, Darkness, as well? That they got a lot of Hollywood, so... <laughs> yeah, nobody cares about Harathan. Yeah, I think Harathan knows that like, he doesn't really have a lot of friends there, but he's like wondering why specifically he's upset by that fact. He's like, why do I care if people cry? You know, it's very convenient that he doesn't even get along with Seon, considering that we would have known what happens later to, like, you know... Yep. Mm-hmm. If they get uh, poisoned in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because pretty much everyone else with a Seon is, like, super close. They're, like, they're like basically, like, si- like super close siblings, like, best friends with their Seons. Then his is in a box. You think we... Anyway. No, <laughs> I was mm-hmm. gonna say, you could send them into battle. Oh, gosh. I don't know if they could do much besides maybe blind someone. Turn they could be spies. Brain. They could spy on people. So there's, like, no physical manifestation in any way, right? It's just light. No, it's just balls of light. Hmm. 
Uh, I think we know they can't go completely invisible, though, because when, like, Ash and stuff tries to hide, he can only be, like, super, super dim, but you can still, like, just faintly see his Aeon. I mean, if you need a Christmas light. <laughs> There's a tree covered in Aeons. That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool looking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so Harathana notes that he had been concerned the poison wouldn't have taken effect in time, but luckily it had. He notes that Royal without Serene does not have enough money to take the throne now so that Telri uh, will be able to take it. He and Telri share a nod as Telri hadn't made a move against the wedding as Harathan had asked. And that was the end of chapter 39. Just a quick little point from Harathan's point of view. How do you picture Seance? Little balls of light. I think they're supposed to be melon-sized, so they're supposed- they're just like- I just imagine, yeah, it's like a fear of light, like, radiating. Yeah, so I- I- I realize that we all have, like, different aspects of how we picture them, because I, for some reason- okay, you know how my mind works, it's just- it's all over the place, right? Well, I mean, it, so on I, my cover of the hardcover, there are- there are seance on it, I believe, so. I don't pay attention to the cover. Actually, are those seance- no, actually, I think those are supposed to be lights on the wall. Maybe those aren't seance. Well, uh, I picture, like, Seance as, like, bowling ball-sized <laughs> lights, you know? And, like, little, like, like light wings. <laughs> mm. Oh, you mean, like, kind of like the Quidditch thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. like that, yeah. I don't think they would have wings, yeah, they would just be, like, orbs of light. I know, but I just, I don't picture orbs of light floating, <laughs> you know? So, like, I, I didn't even realize I thought of it like that until, like, now, because I was like, you know what, what do they think differently about it, but image of someone's like recreation yeah. of what they think they would look like i feel like they'd be more glowy than this though this looks more like something in a bubble also i think that's too small it does not look melon sized to me yeah i was gonna say that's a little it's well sm more smaller than what i think it is but that looks completely different than what i thought i don't know there's there's not a lot of pictures that's a lot more like what i thought <laughs> there's like only like very few images. It's like a butterfly inside that thing. Butterfly? I think that's just the... the that's just Aeon, the Aeon. Yeah. yeah. Just the way it looks. That last one is more what I think it is. Yeah, the last one is, is what it, the the orbs look like, I think, on the cover of Elantris. I couldn't tell, though, if they were supposed to be Seons or, like, just the lit-up Aeons on the wall. But yeah. So that's, I'm trying to see if my cover has... Any sort of indication. Oh, it uh, does! Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Those are uh, seance for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, then chapter 40, uh, back to another Rowden point of view. So, of course, we get a new Seon, or Aeon, sorry, which is Aeon Seo, meaning loyalty and service. That's what the word Seon's based on. Uh, so, Rowden is speaking to Galadon about finding a way to get on top of the Elantris uh, walls. With less guards around, uh, which does worry Rowden, he feels he can get information from looking down at Kay from the walls. He also feels like there should be a way up from inside Elantris since the walls were meant more as decorative and that anyone could go up from either side. Uh, Rowden worries that the lack of guards means that the East is attacking. He wants his own people up on the walls to be on the lookout for an attack, but also doesn't want to share his worries with the other Elantrians. If they did have a warning of an invasion, they could probably hide in one of the abandoned other towns around Elantris. Uh, so do you think if there are moves against the Elantrians, do you think they'll be able to easily escape to one of the other cities or not? If there are what? If if there are, like, attacks against Elantris, do you think that they'll be able to easily escape to one of the other cities, like Rowden hopes? I don't think so. I think they'd, like, stay and suffer. They'd try, but I don't think it'd work. Mm. 
They gotta move all the hoes too, so. Yeah, all of those hoes. I think they would have to abandon the hoeds. No, that's rude. Nah, just throw them <laughs> in the pool. Like, why the fuck would you- Yeah, why would the fuck would you keep them, like, all alive and shit just to abandon them during, like, an attack? <laughs> abandon the children. No, don't abandon the children. What are they gonna do, grow? So? Let them be children. No. That's creepy. Uh, like, imagine, like, a 30-year-old child. I don't oh, wait, age that's, mentally like, that's either. You. That's you. Wow! What the fuck? Not even 30 yet. You're close. Shut up. <laughs> uh, so, Galadon then points out a stone column that goes up the side of the walls, which could potentially hide a staircase. However, before they can go check it out, a new Elantria named Tenreo comes with a message that a new person has been thrown into Elantris. Uh, Dash is apparently watching the gate when the newcomer had been thrown in and mentions that she has screamed at the gate for ten minutes before throwing her basket of food and curling up on the ground with her knees <laughs> to her chest. Rowden greets the newcomer and then is shocked when he sees it's Serene. She accuses him of wanting to steal her food and Rowden urges her to come with him. Serene states she doesn't trust him and Rowden says she never did and thus never gave him a chance. Uh, so were you happy that they got to see each other again at least? I, I was more happier because I knew with it where it was going. And I knew she was going to see what was happening there. More excited for her to see new Elantras and to see Rowden. More excited for her world to fall around her. Mm-hmm. She was so sure, like, oh, these people are horrible. I'm going to fuck with them. And she yep. was like, oh, mm -hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all this crap this stuff I gave them. <laughs> this, yeah, this next chapter is where I, all, like, I just, I, I was so happy. <laughs> uh, so chapter 41. We move to Serenity's point of view as she first sees new Elantrish. She sees people working and smiling in multicolored clothing made of the cloth she had brought them. Rowden tells Serenity that anything she expected is no longer valid. Mare then approaches and says she isn't sure they have anything of Serenity's size. She does eventually get a skirt and a top for Serenity along with undergarments and men's socks. She even gives a scarf to tie on her head to hide her bald scalp. She has then shown a mirror made of the thin metal sheets that she had given them. Uh, which are wrapped around, I believe, like a stone table. Uh, Serenity and Spirit leave Mare's place once Serenity is dressed, and Serenity can't help but note Round is just a bit taller than her. She's like, she oh, he's... she's right. Yeah, she's like, oh, he's he's perfect height for me. <laughs> no, mm, like, like... I wonder why. She, he, uh, uh, she didn't get shoes, right? I didn't see her get shoes. They didn't mention her getting any shoes, yeah. That's why I was like, okay, you gave them socks, but not shoes? Well, I, I'm thinking that, like, um... Only the one the guy, so they don't people. get blisters, like, make some specialty for everyone? Only the good people get shoes. <laughs> yeah, only the good she people. Has, but... she, she has to atone for her crimes. <laughs> but, yeah, as I said, I think that he also has to, like, specifically measure each person so that they don't get, like, blisters and stuff. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, measure my foot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Oh. The... Hmm? No, I was just, like, I was gonna comment on, like, the height thing, too, because, like, because you're short and... Oh, yeah. You know what? Forget it. Oh, no! <laughs> if I'm going to be attacked like this, there's no point. I get attacked like this all the time, Darkness. Deal with it. Right. Okay, but you're like... You're like a short. dwarf. Yeah, but I'm she is not! Short, right? I'm, I'm like average size in some Asian countries. <laughs> in some Asian countries? In some like... Do like you live two... in an Asian country? I, I don't, but that doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Doesn't matter. I'm average height somewhere in the world. Anyways. <laughs> um, uh, Serenity and Spirit. Probably at a kindergarten. No! 
Yeah, she's definitely average height in kindergarten. No, I'm higher. I'm taller. <laughs> Anyways. I, I feel like some kindergartners are taller than you. No, they aren't. That is true. No, they're not. Yeah. Serenity and Spirit leave Mare's place once Serenity is dressed. And Serenity can't help but outrout it. It's just a bit taller than her. So they walk around. Serenity knows everyone seems to be working and talking, and everyone smiles at Spirit. She also notes that it seems like there are around 500 to 600 people. Uh, they then pass a man, tan, carving small stone animals for children. Serenity realizes that the man is carving using one of the bent nails she had provided them with. Serenity apologizes for saying them such messed up supplies, but Spirit says she was right to distrust him and that he did betray her trust. He also lets her know that the sculptor was Tan, who used to be Anden, the gang leader. Uh, so did you like how he, how they've been using the different items Serenity has provided them with? Like the I, li I like how she has been feeling bad about giving them that. <laughs> yeah, like, that brought so much satisfaction to me. She's like, I gave them this disgusting-looking cloth. I gave them like these super thin sheets of metal. I gave them these bent nails. Because <laughs> nah, because I don't know if they brought it up yet or if they bring it up later. Like she's like, uh, I was petty enough to do this. I was like, yeah, you're a petty ass bitch for doing that. She like, <laughs> she is a petty ass know? bitch. She owns it. Um, Serena then points out the hall of the fallen, but doesn't give much explanation. And Sereni, hearing the sorrow in his voice, doesn't ask. She does see mindless seans floating above the roof, though, which causes her to wonder about Ash. She can't remember if she saw him at the throne room where she was to be married, as he was supposed to be there waiting for her. Uh, they then pass the fields, and Sereni notices that they're sprouting. Spirit also explains how they uh, had asked for fish and gotten the wrong fish to use for fertilizer, and they'd outsmarted her that way. <laughs> Um, and Serenity again feels bad for messing with their supplies but Spirit says he'll uh, lock her in a room with Galadon if she doesn't cheer up um, Serenity is surprised to hear of a pessimistic doula which makes Spirit laugh uh, do you think Galadon and Serenity would get along well if they were locked in a room together? yes, 100% 100% and <laughs> uh, I also don't I think he'd, he'd end up telling her uh, that he's actually Rowden Oh, that's payback for sure. <laughs> He's like, you're gonna lock me in here with her? She's gonna know everything, dude. Mm -hmm. She's gonna know who you are and how you've been pining after her this whole time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so next they path the Karathi uh, Chapel, which Serenity recognizes quickly. Uh, she believes that Spirit was a nobleman, and he lies and says he was the second son of a minor noble. As Serenity tries to continue... Which, hmm? which that part, like, pisses me off. Like, just tell her, please. <laughs> I mean, there's reasons not to tell her, though. It'd be easy, it'd be way easier to just saw her though. Like it, they could work even better together. Like, look, I'm your husband. Love me. <laughs> I, I feel like there would be better like outcome if she if he told her than if he didn't. Because mm. like we know that she can handle like you know acting and stuff, right? Yeah. So I I mean like there's no reason why she can't just keep the secret, you know. And it's not like he's gonna. Well, we don't know that. But I was gonna say it's not like he's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't know that. <laughs> I don't know the the door might kill him. Because pretty much right then, uh, spirit begins glowing and lets out a silent scream, uh, before collapsing, letting out an actual scream. Uh, and so Serenity grabs him, trying to manage his spasms. And as she does, she feels something immense press against her, and the air warping away from Spirit's body, which shines so brightly she can barely see him. Uh, so. How, what do you guys think about that? The door is trying to get out. Open the door. Are you surprised she could feel it, though? No, because she has a connection to Rowden. Darkness, did you make thoughts? Um, I'm just wondering if it's, like, if she can feel it because she's not truly an Elantrian, or... Bow to his will. He is or a god. If, or if she's, like, 
just as sensitive to like she would be just as sensitive to him mm. as sensitive as him like if she were in lecture you know what i mean like what if like the pain came to wave came, came in waves to her too Mm-hmm. We also but don't we know if, know like, we also don't know if yeah. others could technically feel it, because Galadin and Karata didn't touch him until after his attack had finished. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the spirit comes to his senses, he explains that those fits are common for him, and that Andor is intent on destroying him. Serenity doesn't believe in Andor, but spirit draws an Anne in the air for her, and she eagerly asks for him to show her. Um, so how much longer do you think Rowden's gonna be able to last? Not long. Mm-hmm. What if he just, like, escapes Elanches, right? And goes into that one city, like, you know, where he came from. And then he just starts glowing out of nowhere. <laughs> just goes into K, has one of his fits, and then begins glowing. And everyone's like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, no, but, like, I, I, I... There's, like, two main ways I see this, right? <laughs> it's either very, very good, and he's being a little extra, right? <laughs> and... It can be very, very bad, and he's going to end up in the pool. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. So, so re- the best and the worst. <laughs> the yep. best or the worst. There's no in-between. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Serenity spent the rest of the day learning about Andor with Rowden. However, when night came, she curled up cold in a ball and cried. Mostly from homesickness, since now she will no longer be able to see her new noble friends, her uncle and his family, or her own family again. Spirit had at one point asked about the outside, but Serenity had been too upset to respond. She knew that Tellery and Harathan were probably in charge now and that she now that she was in Elantris. Uh, then Ash shows up, saying that he has finally found Serene, uh, and he will be the first Seon to convert to shoot Karath. And Serene is very excited that Ash hasn't gone mad, and we learn that Ash had searched all day of the wedding and all day for today for her. Uh, he tried to get information, but no one would really speak to him about Serene, especially when learning he was Serene's Aeon. Or Seon. Seon and Aeon are so, <laughs> I keep getting them the words mixed up. Uh, she says she needs Ash to go let the others know she is okay and to come back uh, to the clean part of the city tomorrow. Uh, were you happy that Ash was able to find Serene? Yep. Yes. I like them. Ash, Ash is adorable. Ash is gonna die. Don't say that. <laughs> um, Don't say that because it's true. <laughs> no, I find Ash annoying sometimes. What? Ash is the best. He's such a good little ball of light. There's t- just like their master, you know. There's, there's times that they just like bug me. You see, now Galavan would make a good uh, Seon. Just like transform him. <laughs> Galadon. Yeah. You want Galadon to follow people around? He already does. That's true. He's yeah. Rowden's new Seon. Eon's, Eon's gone mad, so Galadon becomes the new Seon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so before Ash goes, he has Aventio speak to Serene. Serene is ex- extremely glad to hear her father's voice, and it gives her strength to know she won't have to go without his voice and Ash will Elantris. I wish she would have said no to this. Why? Oh, uh, just uh, even even when she said it, like when, even when he said, "Oh, hey, your dad wants to talk to you," it's like, don't take the call. Just don't. First off, the the reason I didn't, it wasn't even what I thought was going to happen at the end. I thought like. It's. I figured it was pretty common knowledge that when somebody go becomes an Elantrian, their Seon or whatever goes crazy. So if it went through, I feel like he sh- he would have been like like he would have thought something was going on because mm-hmm. it shouldn't have gone through. Like he shouldn't even be able to like get a hold of her. So I was like, just don't answer and pretend as if it didn't. But she obviously doesn't. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, she's very happy to hear him, and Aventiel wants to get Sereni out of Elantris as soon as possible, but Sereni argues that it will just make enemies of their only allies. She also says she still stands with the Erlish people and won't leave her new home. Ventio is not happy with this, but eventually caves in, agreeing that he can't force Serene and that she has the right to choose, even if he wishes she was home safe with him. He does tell her, though, to make sure her friends are aware that any ship that approaches Teod will be sunk. Uh, so yeah, what did you think of T uh, Ventio's and Serene's conversation? I'm going to reserve my thoughts, because I have a huge, like, I'm going to, like, rip that dude to pieces like pretty soon so. uh -huh. yeah, no, right. he just wants to keep his daughter safe he needs to mind his business and know that <laughs> his child can do what she can do like i know i agree i don't know like, i have such a soft spot for aventio when, when she straight up says no don't do this and then he's like nah i'm gonna do it anyway this kind of idea like i was like dude just she's obviously shown she's very formidable and a very like powerful political figure like if she says no maybe you should listen to her i'm glad he lost his fucking brother anyway oh man damn i wouldn't go that far but well. <laughs> so we're then on chapter 42 which is harathan's point of view uh so harathan um is feeling more sure of himself and delaf is reluctantly backing down in exchange for Dilaf becoming head artif, he relieved his numerous odives and made them crotits instead, which means they won't have to like follow him everywhere and do all he says, because Rathen's like, that was a huge issue <laughs> uh, before. Uh, however, Dilaf was still very insistent on his hatred for the Elantrians. Uh, do you think Dilaf will be more subservient now, or do you think he will continue to try and take over the Dorethi Church in K? Continue to try to take over. You don't think he's going to stay playing no. nice with Rathen? <laughs> No, no. You think someone as like unstable as him can play nice? <laughs> he tries to. He tries his best. Uh, Harathan notes that Telri will take the throne within a week and then announce Erlon to be Shu Uh This will all be a month before Wern's deadline. He explains to Dilaf that they can deal with Elantris once Erlon is firmly Shu and prides himself on being able to complete this without a bloody revolution. Now he has plans for Teod. Uh, so do you think Harathan has succeeded in his goal with Erlon, and what do you think will happen with his storyline now? Because he's kind of like, I've done it! I've done it a month early! Once uh, Tellery uh, becomes king, he's going to announce that he's Dorethi, and then I've I've done it without my bloody revolution, I've I've saved the Erlosh people. You know what? I'm going to take that revolution thing as a foreshadowing. Yep. And just like, <laughs> there's going to be a tempo. Yeah. There is going to be a bloody revolution, for sure. Hmm. Uh, and he's gonna be like, fuck, I fucked up. And he's like, you know what? I, this religion ain't for me. Let me move on. <laughs> and then, yeah. And it's all gonna be D-Laf doing it. That oh. fucking revolution's gonna be You think D-Laf is gonna start a revolution? Like, like maybe against the Elantrians or something? Or I have a theory. I have a theory for the end of the end of what we've read. But... All right. Well, we'll get. To, we'll keep going then. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're in chapter forty-three. Uh, with Rowden's point of view, meaning we get a new Aeon, which is Aeon K, meaning the direction east. Uh, so Rowden and Gal uh, is with Galadin as Galadin explains that he had explored the stone column and learned that it was indeed a staircase up to the top of the walls. Uh, they climb up together. The only light inside is from narrow slits in the stone that are just kind of like scattered throughout the pillar. Uh, and they believe that likely the light before had been from the glowing stone, because all the stone in the Lantris were previously, so they didn't really need windows. 
so once at the top, there is a wooden barricaded door, which the city guards had likely put in place after the previous door had rotted. Uh, Rowden had brought Tan's fire axe, and slowly they broke down the door to get on top of the wall. Uh, Galden jokes that it had taken him a while to convince Rowden to come up here, even though it had been Rowden's idea at first, since he had been stuck to Serene since she had entered Elantris. I think he makes a joke. I don't remember if it was here or somewhere else, but he makes a joke that like they literally don't leave each other's side unless it's to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and Rowden says that she is his wife, and Galden asks if he even told her that, which he hasn't. Uh, they then look out at the city and notice that the city guards are surrounding Lord Tellery's mansion. Rowden isn't sure why they'd be there, but he knows something must be very wrong. Uh, so were you kind of surprised that Rennie hadn't explained things to Rowden yet? Apparently it's been a few days. Oh, that... Oh my god, that pisses me off, bro. Like... No. <laughs> get over yourself and just tell him. Just tell, Like, both of you just tell each other shit. Right. Like, y'all, ex- y'all expected to get married? You don't even... I get it, like, you don't know, but, like... <laughs> if you can't even do that with, like, normal-ass personalities without, like, you know, like knowing that you're gonna get married, like, how is that gonna work? <laughs> First off, when she finally does tell him and he makes she slips or he makes the slip of like, oh, but I thought you couldn't get married to anybody else. That's yeah. where I would have been like, I know who you are. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know what? I feel like she does now. I just I feel like she's just not know. like making him like, you know, like like calling him out. <laughs> I feel like there's gonna be one of those chapters gonna be over. She's like, aha. I know who he is, but I won't tell him yet. <laughs> you know? We're just gonna have like next next episode. She's just gonna be sitting down with the noble. So I met Rowden. <laughs> he didn't tell me he was Rowden, but I'm ninety nine percent sure he's Rowden. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. So once they go back down the stairs, Rowden thinks about how he's been avoiding bringing up what had happened outside because Serene had seemed upset by it, but she was truly the only one who would know what is happening. He also thinks about how Serene is everything he had wanted in a woman as he had struggled with the women of the Erlash court. With Erlan not being very militaristic, also the armada from Teod was very helpful when the marriage between Raud and Serene had been discussed. Uh, so the two go to the holy place uh, within the library, uh, or the holy place where the library is underneath, uh, which Rowden had showed Serene, and Galden hadn't been surprised by this. He was like, of course you showed her. Uh, and he notes that her skin doesn't seem to be wrinkling or paling like it should be by this point, which, yeah. <laughs> These couple chapters, like, they do annoy me a little bit, where I'm like, you two should really be figuring some shit out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On both sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I love these chapters, but also, because it's kind of cute, where they're like, oh, I really like this person, but it's also like, guys, you, sh- you should be realizing, especially with how much time you're spending with each other, that, like, she's not really an Elantrian, and he's fucking routed. Honors? <laughs> I wonder if she bleeds. She probably bleeds. I don't think the, I think the poison. I think the poison's just like fucks with your hair and skin. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, so he knows her skin doesn't seem to be wrinkling or paling, and that her injuries don't keep hurting. But Rowden thinks this is just because she's a new Elantrian, uh, and didn't have to deal with like the previous Elant, like how they'd all been suffering in old Elantris, uh, and a lot of the newer people who had only know new Elantris also don't notice the pain as much. Um, he also notices how she doesn't seem to feel hungry, which is another sign, but he's like, oh, she's also been eating daily, so she's fine. Um, so, uh, yeah, he, he thinks she'll start to feel it once their food runs out in about a month. Uh, so did you think Rowden should have started putting together what happened to Serene and Harathan at this point? He should have known in general, like, just by being around her, like, <laughs> uh, it stresses me out so much, like, 
You're smart enough to figure out how aeons work, how like all that <laughs> shit work. But you can't tell that this bitch is not dead. Like Right. <laughs> her like, heart underst- is probably beating. Like, like I understand the first day where like you're sp- you don't really look that different. But like it's been a couple days, you should notice that she's not changing. She's apparently cold at night. She's not like she doesn't feel the pain. <laughs> Do their tear ducts even work? I don't know. Like, like can they cry? Like I don't I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Cause imagine like because she said she didn't cry until like at like at night, right? When she was alone. I like, don't think they do because I think Rowden mentions in like an early chapter he would cry if he could or something or like he's like so wait I, you're telling me if this bitch wasn't so fucking like oh mm, if she wasn't so like you know what I'm not gonna show my weak side you yep. know sort of mentality then they would have known instantly like how the fuck are you crying you like oh, some like or like even like, if she'd gotten like an thing. injury where she'd got like I know they're very careful but even if she'd gotten like a small cut like a paper cut or something that's yeah, bleeding normally could have bled. <laughs> you're I like can't. wait a second she's bleeding normally what is this kill her she's mortal behead her oh she's not still moving <laughs> actually no beheading I think they said is one of the final yeah. ways that they don't see anything cut, <laughs> yeah. cut her off you the waist you, you would not have been a good illagian <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways <laughs> we should get back to the book now that mythic's back um so Serenity excitedly says Rowden will never guess what she found in her book once she sees that they've arrived in the library. Apparently she's been focusing on political books as she's enjoyed them, and also because it seemed like no matter how hard she tried the Aeons, they would not work for her. Uh, Gallon didn't find this odd, as he said, even with the previous Elantrians, for some it had taken years to learn Aeons. Serenity explains how in her book she had found a poem that Fjordal had obviously changed over time. The original poem about Wern doesn't mention Shu Dureth, as it hadn't been found yet. It also mentions that Jadis was a re- relatively unimportant god who cared for the rocks under the earth. She says, if this poem got out, it would be a major embarrassment for Fjordal. Do you have any thoughts about this poem? I think that's what's going to end up creating the bloodshed that I was talking about earlier. Mm. You know what? I didn't even put that much thought into it. Like I, th- I, like, I was like, oh yeah, she's like exposing the fact that like, you know, it's all like wrong or whatever mm-hmm. but i didn't think that like oh if you took that out like it'll fuck shit up and like i just glossed over the fact that that could be extremely dangerous janice is god of stone he's not even an important it... god no it's god of underneath the stone <laughs> the stone's underground is what he is not not, not stones even above ground. ground yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think not even on top of the ground. Like, no, it does make it does, it does make me curious though on the person who uh, originally like started the whole thing about Jedith. Like, mm. they obviously would know about who like what that god represented. Yeah, and to like then try to like make that specific god like more than he actually is. Well, I think it's kind of what they what Christianity did when they tried to take over pagan religions in real life is they like used previous like stuff like a lot of holidays were like pagan religions that they're like oh no 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 this is actually this thing that's religious and now Jesus yeah. related and so they kind of yeah. did the same thing they're like right. oh your pagan religion about this rock god no 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 this is actually now about Shudareth not about this rock god we'll just keep the name because that's the name everyone likes. Um, and so Radan asks Serene about Lord Telri and the city guards. Serene sighs and says she'll, 
uh, she can talk about it now, and she starts with how she dethroned King Iodon and that he hung himself after, which <laughs> I feel like is a horrible place to start if you realize who Spirit is. <laughs> yep, but she doesn't know who Spirit is, because Spirit never told her. Nope. Uh, and then, so we switch to Serene's point of view, as she continues to explain what had happened recently. Uh, Spirit is quite shocked that Iodon is dead, and Serene also explains that he had been involved in the Jaskari Mysteries, and that he had sacrifi been sacrificing maids and cooks. She also says she isn't sure if Talry is king or not yet, but if he is, isn't, it will happen soon. Spirit asks why Royal isn't to be king, and Serene also explains that Talry is now richer than Royal, as he's a Dorethi sympathizer. Spirit then asks Serene to start completely at the beginning, and she explains everything from the Duladel Revolution until her wedding to Royal. She also notes Spirit seems to understand the nobility better than she expected, but he brushes it off as being important to know of nobles in high status. Uh, Spirit is amused by Royal marrying Serene, but nods when Serene says it was Shudan's idea. He also asks how she was to marry Royal when she was already married to Rowden, but she brushes it off saying it was politics, and also that the marriage contract dissolved with Iodon's death. She also asks how he knew her marriage was to last after death, mm -hmm. which Spirit says that she had brought it up, even though she argues that she didn't. And I think he, he tries to bring Galadon into it, and he's like, I'm not fucking getting involved in your guys' bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I would be in Galadon's place, smartest, like, hey, don't bring me into this. Smartest choice. <laughs> yeah, he's like, nah, 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 you, get, you guys figure this out on your own, I would just sit here. <laughs> like a good little sale. <laughs> oh, yeah, Spear seems sad by the fact that she's kind of just, like, dismissing her uh, marriage to Rowden, and is like, oh, it was just politics, it didn't matter. Uh... But he comforts Serene when she mentions that the Shao took her during her wedding. Uh, do you think Serene's comments here will keep Rowden from telling Serene who he is? The fact that she was seems to like not care about her wed marriage to Rowden? Probably. I think it would, but I think it's going to get out regardless. Mm -hmm. Like, there's going to be a like point where he's like, you know what, I have to. So. It's like, I can no longer keep this a secret. This is being too much of a hindrance now. What if he's like, what if it's, like, not even, like, what we think, like, not a forced thing? What if he's, like, I cannot stand you talking about about them anymore. It is <laughs> I, your husband. You know? <laughs> it is true. Uh, so Spirit mentions he wishes he had a way to communicate with the outside, which is once Renny reveals that Ash is here and he has not gone mad. She tells Ash to let them know once Tellry is crowned king. They then sit in awkward silence and Renny uh, decides not to interrupt Spirit's thoughts, as she knows she gave him a lot of information to process. Uh, Serene also thinks about how she knows Spirit is hiding things from her still, but doesn't take it as a personal offense. Uh, she had Ash look into Spirit's supposed identity, and Ash hadn't been able to find anything. But Ash was also restricted in his movements, as she'd only had let himself reveal, let him reveal himself to Kin's family and the new, the noble group. I can't speak, goddamn. <laughs> Do you think Serene will figure out Spirit's identity? Yes. Yeah, I think she knows. You think she knows already? Hmm. That was pretty some, some pretty harsh comments to make that if she knows already. Well, I feel like she knows now. I don't think she knew before. Mm. Yeah, no, like, but... after his reaction, then yeah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, and we end the chapter with eventually Ash comes back and says that Tellery is now king. Uh, and then we're on to chapter 45, uh, which is Harathan's final chapter. Uh, so Harathan is on top of the Elantris walls, and he's found the door what Galadon and Rowden had broken through. You know, said he probably won't tell the guards for now, as he doesn't really care if some Elantrians have escaped their city, since they are so recognizable. And he also warned the people to focus on the new king and not the Elantrians for now. Uh, and then he looks out at the palace, 
that's all lit up due to Tellery's coronation party. Uh, the coronation had all the other nobles vying for Tellery's attention and had been over the top as with all of Tellery's parties. He thinks that Tellery will likely demand another cash bribe before properly converting to Shu Dureth, but although Tellery will think that the money will give him more power, it'll actually give Fjordal more power or more control over him. He thinks that although Tellery will likely never believe in Shu Dureth in his heart, his children grew up Durethi. Uh, so do you do you think uh, Harathan's little plans with like the money and the fact that like oh I don't care if you're Durethi because your children will grow up that way is like a good way to look at it? Harathan should have like married him, you know. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Then it would have worked easier. Yep. Or he should have sold off Delaf to him and just married him. Should have married yeah. Eshin. Does that work? King himself. Does that work? I don't you know. You think that would work? I, I mean, with Tereni and Elantris, it might work. I completely threw Eshin, like, in the back of my mind, so... <laughs> she's, she's become unhinged, remember? <laughs> she's battling to the death in the palace. <laughs> no, but, like, you would think it's gonna work that way. I feel like... If it, nothing goes wrong, then, like, it would work that way, and, like, it would, like, completely make him lean on, like, that whole, like, religious aspect, because that's where, like, everything that he needs is being provided from. Mm-hmm. But everything's going to shit regardless, so. <laughs> Fair. Gotta go to shit. Uh, so Harathanum thinks that he is concerned for Serene, and is, it bothers him that he is. Uh, but he also needed her alive for more than one reason. A voice and sounds behind him, and he turns to see a Seon with the Aeon Dio in the center. Uh, the, Seon uh. <laughs> the Seon states that King Aventio of Teod would like to speak to him, and Harathan agrees. Aventio, uh. <laughs> uh, Harathan uh, greets him, and Aventio quickly shuts down the pe- pleasantries and asks what it will take for Harathan to heal his daughter. Harathan responds that Jadith is the one who does the healing, and Aventio eventually asks how Jadith could heal his daughter. Aventio quickly gives in, saying he will convert to Shudareth if his daughter is returned to him safely. Once the Seon call what? ends, Harathan looks back out at Elantris and hopes again that Serene remains unharmed. See, the... now, this completely the worst decision in the book. <laughs> yep, I agree. Like I said, like, the, the king is very stupid, naive. Like, the, <laughs> the one father in all of these motherfucking books that we've read. <laughs> He's like all of them, as if we've read more than two. I told, you, I, like, I told you I don't like the fathers in any of these books. Like, <laughs> like he was the one that was good he's he trying his best for his daughter no he's not no, he he's wants not. her he's saved not listening to her he needs to listen if she if she says she's safe and there's no like immediate like thing happening to her that she can't even like respond or anything she's fine she can handle herself unless she's like you know what i need some help or gives any sort of indication that she does let her be She'll do her own stuff. This man has spies, and he still can't fucking understand. He witnessed his daughter overthrow a king, and she's, he's like, you know what? She's kind of useless. Let me go help her. <laughs> it's not that he thinks she's useless. He just, he's worried about her. He was worried throughout the whole book. Yeah. yeah he he didn't, he... And yet he just keeps making the wrong decisions. Look, you didn't like when the father wasn't involved last time. Now you don't want the father involved at all. Make up your guys' mind. Uh, no, I didn't like that the father literally sold their own daughter in the first book 
And I didn't like in this one that they still are selling their own daughter because they don't seem to give a shit about her feelings or her ideas. Or she, it was her idea yeah. to go be a political marriage. Yes. She yes. sold herself. But, but, now, but now he's going to be like, nah, I don't want to listen to you. I want I want to do my own thing. You're basically my my property. He's he's just worried. He's being a good dad. No, he's not. You see, here's the issue. We're looking being for like... It's the... No, it's the... It's the the fact that it's always a king. Let's see what a queen would do instead. Fuck, fuck having a dad because apparently that doesn't go any which way that like we like. Oh, I can't wait till you uh, hear about Vin's, uh, the main character of Miss Bourne's parents, and then. <laughs> uh... Sorry, we're reading another book after this. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was over for me. You know? <laughs> you'll you'll be real excited about <laughs> the parents of the next book. At this point, I, like everyone here should be just orphans. <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel like Aventio is like the best book. fucking dad. <laughs> In all the books. I think so. As a dad figure, I feel like he's he's one of the best this ones. Is, wow. This is why I have trust issues with like <laughs> mature adults. Like just wow. Anyways. <laughs> we're not reading for the dads, we're reading for the main characters. <laughs> I'm sure I'm about. I'm reading for the dads. <laughs> looking right. for, I'm looking for a good dad that's not going to leave. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe that's why we're hyper focused on them. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, so next chapter is chapter forty-six, which is the final chapter with Rowden. You got the Aeon Mai meaning honor, and so I, uh, Rowden is thinking about his father who had done horrible things, but that he can't help but feel melancholy and remember the Aeon of his childhood. He had been a man of honor and strength, and Rowden had seen him as the greatest of heroes when he was a child. He found that the two things that had helped with the pain the most were Serenate and the Aeons. New Elantris basically ran itself, so he didn't have to do much with them anymore. What did you think of Rowden's conflicting thoughts on Iodon? Hold on. Um, that Aeon, that new one we got? Yeah. That would be Solon's like, base Aeon for his uh, Seon form. <laughs> the honor one. Yeah, definitely. Not the loyalty one? No. I think it'd be based more on, like, the way he died. Mm. Also, it's crazy to think about, like, it's crazy to compare, like, both, like, how he used to be, like, the, the dad, and how he was at the end of, like, him. Yeah. I don't think becoming What's a king way? worked out well for him. Yeah, no. for sure. I mean, although it didn't sound, I still don't feel like it sounded like he was the best dad, because, like, when Rowden thinks back about when he broke his leg, like, his dad was, like, basically, like, I'd rather my son die than take him into a Lantris to be healed. Like, the mom was the one that forced the dad to come in and bring Rowden into Elantris. I'm telling you, we need, like, a queen up in here or something. <laughs> yeah, apparently Rowden's original mom was great. Too bad she died. <laughs> or was she killed? I mean, we don't know. Maybe he sacrificed her to the mysteries. Maybe. <gasps> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Why would that be awesome for Rowden? It'd be a good, like, you know, turn of events. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good turn of events. Um, so Sereni, uh, who is reading books again, complains that there is not much about modern Fjordan in the library. She says that she had thought Elantrians would be more concerned with other religions, but Rowden mentions that they didn't seem to care much about the other religions or about being worshipped. Rowden then asks Galadon if Harathan is still up on the Elantris walls praying, which Galadon confirms. Sereni is surprised to hear that Harathan is apparently praying for Jadis to heal the Elantrians. 
Uh, yeah, so do you think the show that Harathan is putting on will be another cornerstone in him completing Wern's demand yes. of him? Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially since uh, he poisoned her with the same thing that he had. Yeah, like he knew so, like, what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just like, if she leaves, I'm going to like, I'm quitting. I'm quitting. Like, I don't give a fuck if like, I don't get to see the fucking end of this book. Like, if she leaves, I'm like done. Like, that's another fucking stupid decision I will not take. <laughs> like, I need... I need I need Radin to like tie her down to a chair and just like leave her there. Do you expect her to really go back to Teod after everything that she said? Yes. Um. So Galen then picks. If she doesn't, I expect if she doesn't, uh, everything's gonna go to shit anyways. So. Uh, Galen then picks up a book about farming as he's trying to figure out a way for irrigation to work. Uh, in Elantris. Uh, and Serenity then notes that Radon had been working on the same Aeon for an hour, and Radon says it helps him think, as he's trying to figure out what is wrong with the door. Serenity suggests something is wrong with the land. Radon teases her, asking if she had learned about Elantri magic as a child, and she says no, she had learned about Aeons, and she'd been taught that all Aeons start by drawing Aerolon, a line at the top for the coast, a line down the side for the Athead Mountains, and a dot for Lake Alanoe. Galadon ran a Galadon and Rowden are both shocked by this, and Rowden draws an Aeon, and Galadon notes that the lines curve in exactly the way the coast and mountains do. Rowden says that the, uh, the says though that the coast, mountains, and lake haven't changed, so why aren't the Aeons working? Uh, so were you surprised to learn uh, how linked to the land the Aeons actually are, and does this give you any new theories about what is wrong with Aeon Door? Yeah, the world is corrupted, so they're corrupt as well. I'm so sorry, I zoned out like at the last part, because uh. I was thinking about, uh, fuck, I was thinking about this theory, but I kind of, it was playing out of my head, and I just, like, I hope I didn't lose it. <laughs> you lost yeah, so it. The, the question was, uh, were you surprised to learn how linked to the land the Aeons actually are, and does this give you any new theories on what is wrong with Aeon Door? Maybe it's, like, based on where that one, really, Harathan's religion is not. You know what I mean? Sorry? Like, or maybe, maybe it's, it's on, it, it's because of Harathan's religion that, uh, people are dying becoming hoeds fuck i really want to oh right that's what it was so i was thinking like she's like gonna be healthy and everything right and she's probably not gonna want to leave because it's gonna like affect her up in, in like in a good way right so she knows fencing i don't know yeah what if she's like you know what let me just like train them a little here and there oh shit <laughs> let me teach them how to be warriors Exactly, because I did, I completely like glossed over the fact that she knows fencing, and that was like a huge part in the beginning of the story. So I'm just like, you know what? She learned how to like you know Loki be a better teacher because of that one dude, and then um she also just learned how to be a teacher in general, and also like she knows fencing. So like they can't just like bring that up in the beginning of the book and just let it be right, 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 hmm. right. <laughs> no, you're not right. You're never right. I'm never right. <laughs> all gonna be wrong in the end <laughs> if i am wrong i'm gonna be so sad because that's such a waste of a fucking ability i agree but uh it's not like they he hasn't wasted uh good literary parts before Anyways, the original question was just you have any new theories about andor <laughs> yeah that was the theory about andor is that thing is gonna yep yeah theory is going to somehow okay. create nope. no, i'm just kidding uh I mean, not really i think like I said, I think that maybe Harathan, uh, his the religion of whatever that Harathan is preaching is uh, possibly the reason for the whole like corrupted world. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, um, what if like the reason 
why it's not working is because it's based on a, a like a map or whatever where like that religion was not there. Mm. Like, what if he has to reformat it to like the relig- to like the areas that are not like affected? Yeah, it's just like a like completely like wild guess though. So. I don't know what we're doing here. Just wild guesses. <laughs> um, Saradin then looks over at Sereni and notices that her splotches are fading. Galen asks what Radin did, and Radin insists that he did nothing. And then realizes that she never truly had been in Elantrian. He brings her to Elantris's gate and explains to her that Harathan did something to her to make, uh, did to her to make her and uh, him previously look like an Elantrian to stop her wedding to Royal. Sereni insists she doesn't want to go, but Radin states that Aralon needs her and notices the gates beginning to open. Radin then tells her that uh, they can't afford to feed someone who isn't an Elantrian, trying to be harsh, but Sereni sees through it. He is then more truthful and says their food will run out and they will starve and they will need someone on the outside. Sereni insists she more food and supplies and also, like, she she's not able to starve like them. Uh, she so, could. I mean, she would die unlike them. Well, yeah, but she still could starve. <laughs> I wonder if, she, if they would taste the same to her as they did to each other. Like, if they tried to cook them. I wonder if they would try and cannibalize her. She might taste good. But she does taste good. Um, Serenity then insists she will return as men take her away, pushing Rowden aside. Rathen stares at Rowden for a moment before leaving with Serenity. Uh, do you think well, Rowden was right that Serenity couldn't stay? Yes. No, because I realize like she has Ash, right? So if she really wanted to survive there, she could just like contact the nobles or whatever that she was hanging out with and be like, you know what, send me like Subway or something. <laughs> send me Subway. Subway. Uber, Uber eats that shit, bro. Like, me subway. Uh, so that was the end of the final chapter. Uh, okay. My voice any, is dying. Any spoilers you'd like to give us? <laughs> no spoilers. Uh, I have the overview questions. Uh, so first one is, what do you think Sereni and the nobles will do now that the Sere- now that Sereni is out of Elantris? Die. Go down fighting. I think they're gonna just try and focus on Elantrius and just like you know, Elantrius help them out. Yeah. So you think they're going to give up on the throne? For now. Hmm. I feel like this is where, like, she focuses on one side of, like, things, and then Dilaf takes care of the uh, rest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you think Rowden will be able to figure out the issue with Aeon Door now that he has some more basic information regarding how the Aeons are created? Hopefully he becomes a lantern. I predicted. I think he's going to die. He should die. (laughs) He's going to die. Oh my god. We're still hung up on that. Yes. <laughs> uh, my final question is: Where do you think Harathan's storyline is going now? He's gonna Straight die to the toilet. I think they're all gonna die. The whole world's gonna die. Uh, did you guys have any more thoughts about those chapters? Because that was all of my questions. Um. Yeah, the Lantris. Oh. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Darkness? Uh, I, 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 I think like. Radin really shouldn't have pushed her to leave. Mm. Why like, do you was, think that? That was not the move. It's gonna help Radin in, like, such, an, like, even more, like... Because he was praying up there, and he was like, you know, heal them, and then if she comes back all healed, then what the fuck do you think they're gonna do? Like... <sighs> they could've just taken care of her. She could've asked for help from Knowles, or anyone else in general, like, please. Mm. They could've done mm. something in there. Together. They're gonna be separated. They're not even gonna like. They didn't even discuss each other. Like, I don't know. That's just a whole frustrating situation. 
So next episode, we will be reading chapters 47 to 56. Uh, and chapter 55 will be the start of part three of the book. So that's the final part of the book. So we don't got too, too much left. Uh, and part three uh, has a new Aeon, of course. The part three's Aeon will be Aeon Rao, meaning spirit and essence. Uh, also, the name of part three is the spirit of Elantris, which is why they have the oh, Aeon for spirit. spirit. The spirit of Elantris, huh? Yes. Apparently that was actually going to be the original name of the book, and then he decided to split the book up into three parts and named part three that has nothing to do with Rowden or anything. <laughs> Watch have nothing to do with Rowden. <laughs> like, actually. Yeah, so those are going to be our chapters for next time, and then after that will be the final episode. So it's these chapters next week, and then the final week will be chapters 57 through 63, plus the epilogue and the postscript chapter. And yeah, and then uh, we'll also be recording the Mistborn trailer in two Woo! weeks. Born. So yeah, hopefully you guys are looking forward to it. The Sanderlanch will the be Mistborn, upon us. Mistborn, yes. Hmm? yes. Yeah. Mistborn, Mistborn uh, I think. Uh, so the rest of this book? Not really. I think, I think, uh, I don't know. Darkness is more into this book than you are, Mythic. I think Darkness will definitely enjoy the end of the book. We'll see how Mythic feels. <laughs> this hasn't been Mythic's favorite, which is fair. Not everyone likes every book. Everyone always has their favorites. Be back in a week. Bye. Bye. Bye.